Podcast giving you insight into the world of career and technical education and connecting you with tips from industry professionals in digital media, audio video production, and more. Listen up, you don't want to miss this. And this 12th episode is going to be quite rewarding. Even though this is the season finale, I'm still super excited because I decided I'm going to share the spotlight and not do a monologue with a young person who's legitimately transitioning into the workforce on faith. And I want to say thank you so much to everybody that helped me wrap up this first season of the CTE Experience Podcast. I truly enjoyed every single moment of connecting with you all. Let's get into it. With all that's going on in the world, there's a lot to discuss, but it's imperative to be clear, concise, and to the point as it pertains to your hopes and dreams and the moments where you dared to dream, but you no longer dream anymore. This is for everyone who legitimately is in a career field that they did not necessarily choose, but a career field that they feel they need just for survival purposes only. It is unequivocally imperative that we check in with ourselves. It is so important that we take a moment to decide if this is when we're going to say when or if up is going to be up or if down is going to be down. You cannot have all these middle areas or middle lanes when you're trying to make a decision. You have to do one thing. It's choose. You see... The ideologies that surround us ultimately dictate the perception of one's reality if they're not necessarily taking a moment to check in with themselves. For example, case in point, when you're first born, there's different levels of influences that interact within your life. So it begins with your parents, then it goes into community, then academics, and then businesses. And you know that you've watched Saturday cartoons at one part in your life and saw so many different cartoon commercials or commercials that were directly promoting businesses about some product or service and then not even realizing you would go to your parent or parental guardian in the kitchen and say hey i need that toy because i just saw it on tv at the end of the day children are being salespeople for other people's business products in the middle of cartoon commercials and episodes and they don't even necessarily know why they're being prompted there's a fine line how businesses dictate what emotional intelligence is and who their niche market is going to be and when we don't know who we are or never take a moment to check in with ourselves then we are in a position where we're subjected to the constructs of our reality. Therefore, the ideologies and these surrounding variables dictate what the next step would be. Even getting everyone stuck in this paradigm fix of going to school to go to college and of course to go to get a job and pay for college. The circle just reverberates and it will consistently attack one's dream. The idea of dreaming is to one day hopefully get to an attainment of which you attain or accomplish the dream. If you never accomplish the goal, then that goes back to looking at yourself in the mirror to determine who was the person that held you back from accomplishing your dream. Turn your dreams to reality. This episode is not necessarily about dreaming big, but more so checking in with yourself to determine if you're doing what you chose or really wanted to do as it pertains to the workforce. Occasionally, you may hear different nuances about growth mindset or being in a position where you can have this moment of clarity to determine if you're doing exactly what your skill set is and your giftedness. Are you operating within your purpose? Are you doing what you genuinely love? Sometimes your passion can ultimately lead you to your purpose. Branding is not all about logos. Branding is about saying, I will put my stamp on what I'm doing because I am intentional about how I am operating. Nevertheless, a reputation is going to be determined and developed regardless if you're intentional. 
Your actions will always speak louder than words. There is so much to cover in this episode, but one thing is for certain. I'm not going to be able to get through any topics if you don't understand the importance of your giftedness. So therefore, this is the priority. And if you don't get anything else out of this episode, please acknowledge the thought-provoking conversations that you have with your friends, with your loved ones, about how actionable advice can empower others and unlock potential is probably going to be more important than anything else you do with your time. Because time is priceless. Time is invaluable. The time that you have now can unlock the opportunities for tomorrow. As you're exploring career paths, as you're exploring different venues, as you're exploring different ways, as you're exploring different industries, you're exploring. Nevertheless, these explorations should lead you somewhere. This is why checking in with yourself and knowing what your goal is is the most important. It's okay to be great at something, and of course, a pat on the back sometimes feels good, but at the end of the day, what someone eats doesn't necessarily make you, and I know you know what the next part is for some. The goal is to make sure that you're identifying your true purpose, calling, and why you take a moment to do what you do. Checking in with yourself is about knowing your why. Knowing your why. Why you operate the way you operate. Why you like what you say you like. Why you're talented and gifted and how you intend on applying those talents and gifts so you're not taking that for granted. I know why I do this, right? I know why I do that. So it's been, it's been a journey. I'm not going to say I always woke up and I just knew my why. I didn't wake up like this. I legitimately had to take a moment to figure out exactly why do I care so much about the workforce? Why do I care so much about people holding on to their hopes and dreams? Well, I've come to the acknowledgement that my first summer youth employment job was at New York City Public Housing Authority. And although that was a great city state of Fed, as some may say, city state of Fed are the best choices for your career. I, for one, knew that my first summer youth employment job had me legitimately working in an office where I would go from one desk, someone would give me papers to pass to another, and then the next desk would ask me to file them. And quite frankly, eight hours would pass and I really felt like I did nothing with my time. So my objective was to never be in a position, if I'm ever in a position later on in life, to legitimately use time where I, at that age, felt it was intended to be used for exploration to transfer papers from one desk to another to a file cabinet. That was not the greatest experience for me in summer youth employment. So my opportunities that I provide for others is to make sure that they're checking in with themselves during apprenticeship programs. It's not all about the organization. It's more so about how the organization can invest in its people. If you truly invest in your employees, if you truly invest in how you position yourself in the marketplace as an entity where you legitimately want to see others win, a cohesive collaborative environment can exist. For example, CDMA Business Model 4E Cycle of Collaboration, empower, enrich, engage, explore different learning processes, opportunities, academies, work-based learning programming, academics, businesses, organizations, and all other variables to infinity and beyond because ultimately at the core of it all is you. I do this for you for real. Now we may hear this in award ceremonies. We may turn this on. We may listen to television. Everyone is saying, thank you, thank you. I do this for you. Without me, there is no you. There is some truth to that for those that genuinely mean it. Because honestly, I tell myself all the time, I probably could have been a billionaire right now just selling lemonade. The operation that I am operating is 
ultimately designed with a calling. And when you have a calling and favor placed upon your life, nothing can stop you. Not only nothing can stop you, your creation can exist beyond you. The objective of any generation and generation prior is to set the platform or tone for what's to come. They have baby boomers, Generation Z, Generation Y. There's so many different variables, labels, and brands that has been affixed to these notions and labels. But if you're only participating in what's already created, then where's your creation? I tell individuals all the time, we're sitting on chairs that ultimately was somebody else's ideas. We're writing with items that we did not create. We're legitimately even eating the food that we did not make. What are we really doing if we're not contributing to our civic duty or operating with a global citizenship lens to identify how to not only maximize human potential, but position ourselves in the marketplace, in the workforce, where we can have a sustainable lifestyle that is fruitful. Of course, these definitions are based upon what you interpret as fruitful, right? You have to also identify what success means to you. Not what success means to others. Sometimes people say, hey, you're so busy looking at the grass and somebody else's that you won't even consider cutting your own. But here's this, for example, if you took a moment to really see if you're doing what you thought you would be doing 10 years ago at the current moment, are you pleased? Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with how you've been moving it? If you can say yes, then kudos to you. Each one, teach one. But if you're not sure, especially as it becomes a problematic consideration about where and how you work, you need to seriously take a moment to check in with yourself. It's not about the job. It's about the idea that you're spending majority of your time at the job. And for some, it's jobs that you don't even like and I'm not talking about like check yes or no I'm talking about the type of like that makes you feel as if you're wasting your time if you feel like you're wasting your time you're the only one that can change that change comes from you for every action there's a reaction and if you're more proactive than reactionary then you can position yourself accordingly but it's going to require some planning occasionally I may find myself in a discussion with a friend where I'm speaking specifically about having a plan a when you have a plan A and you're focused on your plan A, you really have no time for a plan B. Reason being is because you're putting all your eggs, yes, into one laser-focused basket. Not saying you have no other options because other options are going to present itself in the event plan A doesn't necessarily work out. But wouldn't it be great to know that you legitimately Put all your focus into plan A. It's always important to think about how we would adjust in the event we need to be flexible. But it's more important to acknowledge how much effort you're going to put in your initial plan. Sometimes people plan for A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z, and then they never take any action at all. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you want to accomplish something, you accomplish it. It's always going to be an obstacle. You have to know that when you're planning, we have to be realistic and practical. Now, there's a difference between practicality and being pessimistic. Again, perspective. What is your perspective? What is your definition of how you intend on achieving your goals and overcome obstacles? I always say rise above and go further. Reason being because if you stay in the same position, you're not going to move. 
Now, this is not, now in retrospect, even though this is a podcast, I like to take my own advice because it's important to really take a moment to reflect. And I'm honest enough with myself to say, hey, you know, if that didn't make sense, let me figure out how to do better. Which is why it's also important to consider your circle. If you're around a bunch of people that agree with you all the time, you're not growing. If you're around a bunch of people that will never tell you when you're wrong, they're not being fair. They're not being fair to themselves. And they're definitely not being fair to you. Nor is anyone even considering the fact that time is invaluable. And growth is what we all should be working towards. Because that's what allows you to evolve. If you're not thinking about growing and you're only in a position where you care about stagnation and you don't want to elevate, you're complacent. Complacency will expire eventually. Complacency will sometimes leave you feeling disillusioned because you didn't take initiative to be the active participant in your life. We have to do better with checking in with ourselves. Knowing our why is about checking in with ourselves enough to know that whatever we do, we do it with such confidence and conviction that we did it because we genuinely meant it. And there's a lot of people that are doing things they don't mean, from saying things they don't mean to going to jobs that they didn't mean to go to and having the lifestyle that they never intended or meant to create. But you can change that. You can change that. It's not about judging anyone, judging yourself, or being so hard on yourself that you don't realize that you can be better. And better, again, is based on the definition as you define it. The reason I keep saying it's based on your definition is because there's this thing about how your brain is formed and, and education is many scholars that discuss the idea of schema, how schema is created. And you have John Piaget, and you have some educators that give you so much insight into their world of the Olympic system and how the brains are formed and the hypothalamus and the legal dot. The goal is to identify exactly how you choose to function beyond the constructs of your surrounding variables, beyond the ideologies of those that had come before you. Because sometimes you have to genuinely take a moment to pause to figure out who you really want to be. Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up in the world? Intentional. It takes time. We're not always intentional all the time, but when we get to us, but if you ever get to a space where you realize that you should be, you might want to consider taking it seriously because some never get to that space. So this podcast episode took a while because I wanted to spend time reflecting on everyone that I spent interviewing this summer. And I honestly can say I genuinely appreciate every single person that I interviewed this summer. Every last one of you that participated in the CTE Experience podcast, I appreciate. I thank you. Princess Best Speaks, she discussed the importance of self-care. And that podcast is still doing extremely well. If you didn't hear Princess Best Speak, you need to listen to Princess Best Speaks. So my first season of the CTE Experience podcast was emphatically exceptional. Leading the way, starting at number one. First guest, Jennifer Ward on the impact of career technical education in New York. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, the first show of the first season of the CT Experience podcast by CDMA Business Model. Tia on leveraging the HBCU college experience at Virginia State University. Someone that I genuinely appreciate as a friend who I went to school with. And then of course, the third episode I had Danelle Hines from Morgan State University to Secure Consulting LLC, A Journey in Business Administration. That podcast episode really discusses how a young man is Focus on financial literacy and sharing his information with others. 
And of course, podcast episode four discussed LaVon Jackson Wright, who is right. She's a New York vocal instructor who shared tips on operating with purpose beyond music. And one thing that still resonates with me today is how she said your gift will make room for you. And of course, Khadija Powell, getting personal with New York Times and Amazon, number one best-selling author, who genuinely is the reason for the season because she paved the way to make sure that I was able to successfully transition into the role that I should have chose to transition into had I known it existed in D.C., which is audio video production, because I did audio video production and media communications in New York City. And how can we forget Dr. Levin Chuck Wilson creating a fair work environment through education? As he said, you don't know any profession where there's a layaway service. And the way teachers, unfortunately, receive compensation late based on their retro pay, let's just say it was an interesting time. And I'm just very happy that they do have their retro now. Anthony Evans balancing career education and real estate. That episode all about different ways that you could balance your career and still give to the community, still work in the community, and still legitimately make things happen for your own genuine passion and talent. Trayvon Patterson from DJ to Entrepreneur Building a Thriving Brand. That was big for me because Trayvon was there when I was in radio. And interviewing him was so special. Trayvon, thank you for being a part of the show because you are one of the very few that I can honestly say you've watched my transition And I've transitioned careers because finding yourself seriously, taking a moment to know how you want to show up in this world, knowing your why is definitely a process. So thank you for being a part of my journey. Travis Santiago, building positive relationships and restorative justice. Best practices in the world come from those that are passionate. It's really insightful, really insightful information you're going to learn on episode 10. And then Colin, exploring AI's impact on the graphic design industry. Colin took it to a whole nother level. We had a lot of information to share. That was probably the longest podcast I had because it was about an hour. (laughs) Um, But you should definitely check it out. You're going to really get a lot of insight into so many different areas from that episode. And now we have the episode where I'm to share a monologue on all that I've done according to the lineup, but everyone that knows me knows I'm not going to do that. So in this episode, I'm interviewing Aaliyah, who is a former student of mine, which I'm really proud of because I literally helped a mass media class at the beginning of the year transition by the end of the year into a NAF Audio Video Production Academy. And I'm so thankful to have Aaliyah on the show today because Not only did she discover her why, but she identified all the reasons why she's not necessarily going to take the traditional route to building her career. She actually wants to figure out how to secure money prior to going into college. We're going to definitely hear from Aaliyah on this episode. All right, so it's time for AV Exemplar. Super excited about this because I really made it as a fun project to demonstrate how to create your own music in your own beats. I just wanted to show and teach others, hey, you know, you can do it too. Just sit back, put together a plan, put together your marketing concept. I made a music video to AV Exemplar as well. That's coming soon. But check this out. AV Exemplar is available on iTunes. Let's go. The hits just keep on coming. Sometimes you just gotta look in the mirror and just start talking to yourself. Like, girl, you could be a model. Make them all turn heads, tell them who to follow. 
talking, gonna show you how to do this With a hundred percent sugar rush, juicy box juices Well, back to school, done ran out of time Fast track my music career like Amazon Prime And I'm so glad you had time to get in line And I will be clear like every time Yeah, I'm scrupulous and contain Korean's tech I start to change the game when I done change my apparatus Energize the body, got you all jumping like rabbits Open to the idea of signing, keep my own cabbage Yeah, I need that publishing, something about it, gotta have it Retirement for time spent, yo, I gotta live lavish Yo, I love myself spurs Building a successful business or company requires not only a lot of dedication and hard work, but a strategy or model you can follow, using it as a guide to achieve your business goals. But you don't just need any kind of strategy or model. You need a unique one, something proven that'll stand out and beat competition. And you need to work with one using the right tools. That's why we provide you with CDMA Business Model Toolkit. CDMA Toolkit helps provide business owners with quick solutions and solid information that'll help them build their business successfully. With it, they can easily manage their time effectively using proven solutions to grow their business and change their lives. So, looking for a business model that'll help you build your brand successfully in just one month or less? Get started with CDMA Toolkit instantly using our Jumpstart, Limited Edition, or Full Access plans. For more information, check out our website at cdmabusinessmodel.com. CDMA Business Model Traffic Safety Program features Youth Traffic Safety Town Hall, which highlights the global importance of Vision Zero from young people throughout the world. Recently, Youth Traffic Safety Town Hall featured a Garfield Elementary Enrollment Fair in addition to art workshops, a photo booth, dance performances, and so much more. The goal is to creatively engage the transportation industry through photography, music, fashion, and entrepreneurship. We do this by bridging the alliance between corporate America and youth while working with the community, local businesses, schools, and parents to inform the general public about traffic safety. Thank you for your support. We look forward to partnering with you. Please learn more at cdmabusinessmodel.com. There are so many careers out there in the world and people may find it daunting to pick and commit to one. It's vital that schools make real-world connections in career and technical education to support their students. Here are three tips for schools to do so. The first tip is to make connections. Schools should make connections with local industries and communities. These partnerships can provide invaluable resources, mentorship opportunities, and real-world experiences for students. They should also make connections with past students. Students go into a variety of fields, and alumni can help give some insight and advice onto their chosen field to current students. For example, my school has held an annual career convention day. They dedicate this whole day to volunteer alumni who can speak about their career fields. Alumni explain their journeys and give some tips that can help ease concerns that students may have. 
My second tip is to invest in things such as clubs. Clubs are an awesome way to gather around like-minded individuals. Everyone's passion in a club drives the others. Students can explore a career field that they're interested in by joining these clubs. For example, my school, like many other schools, has a club called Pre-Med Society. As someone interested in going through the medical route, this club has provided crucial insight on what a typical career in the medical field looks like. My third tip is to incorporate project-based learning. To incorporate this learning method, schools can create very niche classes that cater to various interests. For example, my school offers a variety of classes that range from app and game development to classes like neuroscience and electrical slash experimental engineering. These classes can help students gain some prerequisite knowledge for a career field they're interested in. Let's put these tips in action with CDMA Business Model. Empower, enrich, engage, explore ways to launch a student-run enterprise. Make real-world connections today by visiting www.cdmabusinessmodel.com. Are you ready to charge your future? Discover new, exciting opportunities to empower, enrich, engage, and explore CDMA Business Model. Visit cdmabusinessmodel.com today to unlock a world of possibilities. We believe in the power of collaboration to build a brighter future. At CDMA Business Model, we're dedicated to helping you shape your career and reach your full potential. Whether you're a rising career professional or seeking new avenues for growth, CDMA Business Model offers the tools and resources to guide you on your journey. Learn from industry experts and gain valuable skills. Don't miss out on this opportunity to ignite your passion and seize your dreams. Visit cdmabusinessmodel.com today to learn more about our collaborative 4E cycle for collaboration. Empower thyself, enrich your knowledge, engage with others, and explore endless possibilities. Take the first steps towards building a fulfilling career and beyond. Visit CDMA Business Model and its all-new academy. Your journey starts here, and we've been waiting for you. You're listening to Career Technical Education. If you like what you're listening to, click like, subscribe, share, or support the show. Just click the link below. Thanks for tuning in. Tell a friend. I am Shanette, and this is the CTE Experience. Welcome to the CTE Experience. Today, we have a phenomenal episode. We're joined by Aaliyah, who is a successful new YouTuber, but we're going to escalate beyond YouTube. She's a visionary and an extraordinary individual who has foresight, and she is one of the youngest people that we've ever interviewed on this show. Aaliyah, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> excited too. So we're going to start from the very beginning on getting to understand what made you decide to launch a YouTube channel. So what made me want to launch a YouTube channel? It really started like years ago, believe it or not. I started wanting to do YouTube when I was like nine or eight. Literally, I would try to do anything I could, like the lowest quality camera. I would just want to record and just talk about my life. It was like more of a like a personal journal diary, but like I wanted to share with others. But it was just hard to know, like to really get it out there. But it just I just had this calling to just want to share my life with others. I didn't really have like a set set goal. But speaking in the present now, me actually um, uploading, I wanted to start, you know, um, broadcasting the real me and like not just like a image that I thought I wanted to put out, actually the authentic me and also my upcoming military life. I want to also broadcast that for, you know, young African-Americans like myself that what want to join but really don't know what to do or have questions because there's 
not really a big platform out there on YouTube uh, about questions like that I've had. Cause, like there will be times where I want to search up questions and it's not there. So I kind of want to be that platform for those, you know, young girls that are skeptical of joining and, you know, hopefully I can help them steer them into the right direction. So, you know, it's a, it's a mixture of things, but it's going to be a lot of military content coming soon for my channel. So yes, it's just a, you know, a, a personal everyday vlogging, vlogging type of vibe. That's why I wanted to start my channel. This is incredible. So you said you knew at nine. Yeah. A very young age for some to digest. And I actually knew around nine or 10 as well, what I wanted to do with some of my career aspirations when I started in radio broadcasting. So at nine. So how old are you now? I am 18. I'll be 19 in September 26th. So two months, I'll be way older. <laughs> so at nine years old, you had career goals, aspirations, and um, this desire where you said it was your calling to actually share your life. And yeah. that's a phenomenal way to articulate that and, and experience because some people still don't know what they're calling it. So they, they're trying to tap into that. And with that being said, I'm going to ask, what are some challenges with creating a YouTube channel of this caliber and how you intend on maintaining this quality content? So I feel like some challenges that I had um, went through trying to create the channel was um, honestly like finding the right like devices or editing software. So like let's piggyback to when I was nine. Um, and that's what OK, I'm going to say. You do not need like expensive equipment to start a YouTube channel. That is facts. Because what I'm going to tell you, like literally when I was nine, I had like the oldest window computer and I still found a editing software on there. I don't know. I literally don't remember what it was, but I found a way to upload the video that I I made like a story time that I had seen. Like I saw some crazy stuff in a row when I was younger and I wanted to talk about it and I uploaded it to the computer and whatever editing software I used, um, it wasn't the best, but I, I kind of got the feel knowing how to like trim and cut things. So I was like, the challenge was like me not really seeing what I wanted to see, but at least I'm like doing it. So for the answer to your question, it's really just like, you know, feeling confident in like liking what you see. Cause it's like, are you can record it, but like you can go on YouTube and see all these awesome videos all cut nice and 4K. And then you have like your content and it's probably just not looking like theirs. You can try to, you can sometimes start to compare yourself to others. And that can be like a challenge because it's like, okay, like you have the potential to be that, whatever you're looking at. You just have to be patient with yourself. And like I said, you don't need like an expensive camera or expensive editing device. I started editing and shooting on a phone and an iPad. So I'll record on my phone, send it to my iPad, and edit on my um, iPad. So, that was really just a challenge, you know. I I don't really have any like um, what's the word? Uh, insecurities about what others think about my channel. It's really just like the editing and getting it to look the way you want. I feel like for me. So you already covered some tips that you have for those that are just starting out, but uh, what are three explicit tips that they can get started right now? Okay, so three tips I say um just okay one just start like literally just start don't like overthink it don't hold yourself back start I say um always have good lighting like I'm sitting in front of a 
window right now so as long as you have good lighting you will be fine you don't need to go purchase a ring light or a big huge light you will be fine and uh third tip i say um I'll, i'm gonna give you four because i want to say like be like in a quiet room because like you know audio is a thing like i feel like i can watch a low quality video that has great audio that's just me personally if it's bad quality no if it's good quality and the in the audio is just terrible i just can't watch it so always have that good audio. And then four, I say just be confident and be you. Don't try to portray the image of you being someone else on the camera because you're going to draw the right crowd that you want just being yourself. So that's four tips that I say that you should do if you're trying to start. But the main one is just start, like actually do it. Like just get your foot in the door and do it. That fourth tip was epic because... You want to draw the right audience. Your niche market is going to always be there for you. You can get others that may wind up within your general population, your general audience, but the authentic you, right? So you're talking about brand authenticity with what you're drawing. And that would ultimately hold true to your foundation. But now the question is, how does your content differ from others? Okay, so my content differs. Okay, so, hmm, well... I don't want to say it, it differs for sure. Um, I want to say it's going to really differ more when I, you know, because like I said, I, I've joined the U.S. Navy. So a lot of my content will be stemming from military content. So that will be different. You know, like you, like I said, you can see a lot of military content out there, but it's not like consistent um, or up to date, like 2023 present time. So I feel like that would be different to see, you know, because people want to be in your business and people want to know things about the military. So I feel like that would um, draw the good, a good crowd. But for the content that I have now, um, I feel like, you know, it's pretty like normal. Um, like you like if you look up some. OK, so like with my content, if you look up something on YouTube right now, like you're going to see something that is stemming from the same branch, you know. I do like hair tutorials or not hair tutorials, but like I do hair lock related content. I would do vlogs. I feel like my vlogs are pretty like not the same as most, but like it's a typical vlog, if that makes sense. Like, you know, it's not really like different. It's like, you know, modern, modern kind of everyday life content. I do have some spiritual videos on my channel. I feel like that is different. You know, like you can look up a lot of spiritual advice videos and they will pop up but coming from like my experience I say like a lot of the things that I will talk about is a little different um if people are open to like you know having an open mind to it I feel like and you know it would um benefit the person that is really trying to retain that knowledge so yeah so I don't want to say like it's different like no, like that's kind of a hard question i just feel like it'll be really really more different once i start doing military content because like you know you could look up vlogs i've been doing a lot of vlog dropping honestly because that's really what i want to do i want to be a vlogger i just got a sony camera so my content like my quality is just like i just love it like i just feel like it's just you know coming becoming to what i want it to be even though i started on the phone but you can definitely see like from my old videos into like now like i had great quality but like the quality now, like my recent vlog is insane. Like that video is like, I look like a legit YouTuber. So yes, 
to answer the question again, I feel like my channel would differ once I start dropping Navy content for young African-American women or men that have questions about it. Well, I'm going to ask that you definitely uh, share that link so I can put it at the bottom of this episode because we would love to see your um, Sony version of the vlog. It's a very fun vlog. We went, so I went to Beat the Bomb in D.C. It was a very, very, very interactive visual type of blog i feel like that would be a great blog to drop because it's more like um eye candy pleasing like i'm actually showing what's going on it's like a really like futuristic type of um uh attraction so that would be a great video to watch and it's not too long people do like 30 minute blogs i don't think i'm gonna do that until like i have like a bigger platform of people that really want to be my business but so far i'm keeping it short and sweet but very entertaining if that makes sense no that's perfect um, so what's the niche market that you desire to reach through your platform? So my niche market, um, I feel like it's multiple things. Honestly, I can't, I feel like with me sticking to one thing is not going to draw um, a big, the biggest crowd. I want it to like have a mixture of things. So like I said, military will be my one of my niches. Blogging my everyday life or, you know, um, just just me as like a person like just getting to know myself more and you know people getting to know me more through my content and just spiritual spiritual advice and spiritual aspirations and um uplifting you know the vibrations of people that feel called to want to like learn about it and actually um feel confident in knowing that they're like it's not weird and or um what's the word like being comfortable in being able to want to learn about spirituality and, and elevating their self and their mind and body and stuff like that so yes yeah, spirituality military and blogging is my niche but blogging right now is really my niche right now is blogging I'm I love blogging it's really like not hard I thought it was gonna be hard but it's really not hard at all. who do you truly want to impact through this YouTube I want to impact well, be 18 and older for real. 18 and older. You know, upcoming teenagers to adult. Because I'm pretty mature for my age. So, a, a, a mature crowd. <laughs> a mature crowd. Does your YouTube brand connect with your career goals? Or is it something that you just find to be a hobby? I feel like it's both. So, yes, it's a hobby. But I feel like it would also um, be part of my career goals. Because, like I said, I want to vlog. So when I come out of the Navy, I'm going to work with animals. So I definitely want to document my whole experience of working with animals and actually documenting me having the positive impact because I want to increase the animal population. So me documenting that will be part of my marketing because I am planning on owning my own animal shelter after I get out. So when I do do that, you know, putting out my um content and my um brand will also help for sure so it's a it's a mixture so what will you do when you reach 100k subscribers get 100,000 subscribers what are you gonna do oh uh, well one I will celebrate obviously um and then I don't I honestly like I don't know like what could you do like I want to say like give back but like I don't like I'm definitely you are you're such a visionary, so I'm like, I know you can really make it to 100K. Your content sounds like it's going to be vast. It also sounds very uh, niche-specific. It's going to make some great connections. 
definitely I'm big on forecasting. So start planning for what's going to happen when you get to your 100K. It's okay. I will. <laughs> Do you believe some people need formal training to simply be themselves and showcase their talents and gifts? Do you think people actually need formal training to perfect how to be themselves? Formal training, like actually need like an advisor or somebody to talk to, to know what to say or like just being themselves? Just being themselves because what you notice is that there's a platform as you indicated previously when you're creating this brand and you're building this brand to be your authentic self but to be your authentic self is a thing and 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 it's a thing because people are molded into what they presume to be based on the environment they're in you got the professional work environment you have the environment at home and at play you know so are we at a point in society with social media and people constantly changing their image, constantly changing their brand, trying to figure out who they are, who they want to present, who they want to project to this world or bring into the world as their authentic self, right? So it's like, you're saying brand yourself based on who you are, but there's a lot of people that's not even comfortable with who they are in their own skin. So do you believe people need formal training to simply be themselves at this um, at this time in our lives or... um do you think showcasing talents and gifts is something that's coming naturally for people in this day and age? It's 50-50. I feel like they could get trained depending on their situation, but I honestly don't feel like anybody needs training to be themselves. I feel like you should turn in that, you know, that inner work into yourself and actually do some soul searching and figuring out who you are and being comfortable. Like I say, like, you know, practice, you know, like say if you want to do YouTube, I say practice like talking in front of the camera like it doesn't have to be like a specific video but just being comfortable talking in front of a camera so that you can get the idea of what it's like instead of just like having these ideas and then just putting up the camera and then just starting from there because you're not gonna be as comfortable. I feel like when you be patient with yourself and actually know what you want with with yourself and not necessarily with like with your content but with yourself I feel like it comes natural now for people that are like you know it's it's not natural for them I feel like I don't want to say they need training I feel like they can like I feel like YouTube is like a really 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 big platform for them to like look up something that they're nervous about and try to get that guidance through YouTube because I don't really feel like I mean like you can have a mentor but like, I just feel like that's, you know, um, kind of making it harder for yourself because it's like you're not trusting you. You're depending on somebody else to tell you what you should feel like or what you should be doing in front of the camera. And yes, you can get good advice from people, but I feel like you're going to be the raw you if you just figure it out, kind of figure it out on your own. And it's not no rush. It's really just a you thing like. Because it's not really that scary once you do it. It's just kind of like an overthinking thing, I feel like. So, no, I don't really feel like people need, like, a, a trainer. What was the question again? Like, a, a mentor? Yeah, formal training. Like, I don't think it's really no training involved. I feel like everything on YouTube comes natural. Like, and then it's like, once you grow it, like, you know, you, you can evolve into a different person. Um, Over time, you know, like, with fame and stuff, fame kind of can change you, I guess. But... You're gonna be you're gonna be remembered from being you and from what people have 
seen you grown from the beginning. So, no, I don't think you need formal training. But then again, there might be people out there that do. I just don't think that's necessary. I feel like just really turning that inner work into yourself, find what you love and find how you like, how find out how you like to be on camera, if that makes sense. And that's definitely a process within itself. It makes a lot of sense. It's about really spending time with being patient with yourself. Being patient with yourself is key because the world has a system that's going to float you along. You know, when you're born, you have to go into school. And then after school, you know, you have to get a job. And in some instances, people go from school to get a job to pay for school. And then they retire. So right. one of those things where you need to be patient with yourself, the process, and break free from the abyss of uncertainties and ideologies that surround you that's going to dictate your next moves. I think that was sound advice. Young people sometimes sometimes young people got the the best advice, to be honest, because you haven't subjected yourself to what ideologies stem from the workforce and the workplace and those other experiences just yet. Uh, is there anything in particular that helped you prepare for taking a, such a confident stance and bringing your vision to life? Um, I say just doing a lot of research, you know, research, like I said, like YouTube is a huge platform for you to look up anything that you have a question on. Literally all the editing tools and all the apps and all the websites and stuff like that I have literally got from YouTube. So just me taking the time before rushing right into a video, taking time to actually learn and retaining knowledge about what is what could be best for me per se. I feel like that is what I took for, um, I just forgot the question. But yes, I, I, I feel like just doing a lot of research, it's helped me prepare. All right, so now let listeners know why they need to definitely subscribe to your YouTube channel, like right now, right now. So I feel like you should subscribe right now because one, like I said, I am going to be me, 100%, Aaliyah, this me. I feel like I am super funny. You know, if you want a good laugh, like who doesn't want to laugh? And I'm not boring. Like people go on YouTube and it's like the same like weird stuff. I am going to bring you a lot of different, different engaging content, something, something that you would not get bored of. And also um, informative information if you want to learn things. A lot of people come on YouTube to learn. So if you want to learn new things, I say subscribe because... I don't know everything in the world, but I can give you some pretty good advice and some good knowledge for you to take on the your life journey and hopefully it impacts you in the best way. So yes, subscribe. You won't regret it. Um, you will be, like I said, very entertained and I will not let you down. And consistent content. I'm going to be consistent as possible. I try to upload like twice a week. So, you know, at least you won't be like sitting back waiting for a video. So yeah. So what is the YouTube channel name? My YouTube channel name is um my name, um, Aaliyah Hain, but I also call all my subscribers in my channel multidimensional because we are all multidimensional beings. If you don't know what multidimensional beings means, it is basically you, but like, you know, you travel through different dimensions. It's 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 like a um I don't I don't know. I can't really break it down right now, but it's like 
if you, I believe that the soul never dies. So the soul never dies. We are ongoing living. So we are multidimensional. We are always living. Energy is never uh, created. It's created or destroyed. It's only transferred, if that makes sense. So we are all multidimensional beings. And that's another name for my channel. But it's really just my name. Um, if you search up my name, it will pop up. All right. So spell your name for those that's trying to write and take notes. That's just listening. So for just listeners, it is A-L-I-Y-A-H space, my last name, H-A-N-E. Awesome. Make sure y'all subscribe to Leah Hay. She's on YouTube. You can actually do a search. The search is going to be seamless because she just spelled it out for you. So let's not act like we don't know how to access YouTube's with people. I'm really excited uh, for Aaliyah on so many levels. Uh, she is a graduate that is transitioning straight into the workforce going to the military with the sole belief of knowing that once you are patient with yourself in the process, you can make effective decisions. Yes, ma'am. This is a, this is a bonus question. Do you believe you actually need preparation or do you believe that school prepared you and making real world connections to help you? Oh God. Oh God. Why'd you ask me this? Honestly, I'll cut this if I need to. I promise. No, 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 no. No, this is a great question because I feel like with school per se, school did help, you know, with social skills, I guess. But with the knowledge, depending on the classes you're taking, I feel like school needs to have more classes that is really going to help you as an adult in real life. Like I did not learn about taxes in school. I didn't learn about home owning. I didn't learn about nothing like of those lines. I just learned about whatever they wanted to teach me or think that I need to know. And it's like, okay, it was cool, but I really don't feel like it really, really, really prepared me for the outside world. I mean, like it prepared me to be able to go to college, but it didn't really, I didn't really feel like that real, like I didn't feel like I retained important information about the world and stuff that we need to take on when we are actually becoming an adult like knowing how to buy a house or knowing how learning about credit scores like we didn't learn about credit scores so no nah, not really school was just good like you know being able to work with different people and stuff like that different environments but not really like with the knowledge it wasn't there and I appreciate that. Uh, honestly, I, I learned that even when I was an educator inside of a classroom setting, I spent a lot of time being a person that wrote the book on preparing students for the real world. Uh, I just wanted kids to learn how to believe in themselves. I had three core values, believe, commit, succeed. And yeah. I, you know, as a student, I enjoyed you as a student. I enjoyed you. Wa I enjoyed watching you grow. And I'm, I'm very proud of you. And I, I hope you got something from me when I was there because I definitely was different. Yes, you were. You were very different. I there's there was no teacher like you there. I like you said, like you said, I hope I took something from you. I definitely did. I definitely you pushed me to want to not give up on creating content. Like literally. If I didn't have that class, I probably would have had the idea. But me being able to see how easy it is to create content and literally edit in um even with um a podcast, like podcasts and stuff like that. Like, it's so easy, it's so easy, it's super fun. It's, like, also creating labels. Like, I'm, like, I'm really good with my thumbnails and creating um, business logos and stuff like that. You definitely had really put me in a position to trust myself and enjoy, and actually enjoy not doing it because it's a class, but actually, like, 
doing something that's not like paper writing related, actually creating and exploring your creative side. So yes, definitely, definitely took that from you. Thank you. And I, I and I took from you too, like student leaders, like people don't realize young people can be leaders too. Thank you. And I want to encourage you to continue to be great. Trust yourself and and know that you definitely are answering your call. And as you continue to be the, the, the best authentic version of yourself, I know people will be inspired from your journey. So thank you for being brave enough to share it. And thank you. so happy to see your growth. And I also, I really appreciate you being honest. There was like one of these moments I would never, ever forget in class. Cause you, like you said, I was different. So like me trying to um, like get people's attention. I didn't know how to get people's attention because everybody will always talk over me. And you said something to me one day, like you was really blunt and honest, but I really, really appreciate people like that in my life. I don't like people to hold back and lie. I need you to be straightforward. Yes, it might hurt my feelings in the moment, but I kind of need that that type of um, constructive criticism so that I can really acknowledge like what I'm doing because I, I don't really be seeing it. So I really, really appreciate your bluntness and your honesty. No, thank you. Thank you for joining us. I am Shanette and this is the CTE Experience. No pity pack, tell me where they get it at. I'm so New York City, a queen from Queens. Big facts, scraping change for Big Macs. I ain't got it, but I ain't never lack. Quarter water, don't need a shoulder, I ain't sipping Similac. Goes beyond a Cadillac, knick-knack, paddywhack. Give me mine, no take back. Sock in HVACs, heat combs and black decks. Taking it way back to Skelly Tops, banana seats and jacks. Tell me who that on the phone, telling you who you supposed to be. They can't see. Something for nothing like this is high school Don't trip, tie your shoes Kids adults be liars too And some teachers bias too Some celebrities too high and mighty to even notice you Go to college to get a job just to pay for college ooh. The biggest illusion is the perception of reality Tell me who that on the phone Telling you who you supposed to be They can't see it, don't believe it Like they control dreams I just got these high Materialistic, but I had my mind set on thrones. God bless me with a partner. We share ice and chrome. Forever standing or corrected. Watch yourself, don't disrespect it. Trifecta on the loose. Might check one, two, chin check it. This could be a love song, but then I'll sound like a broken record. Your crew is solid. You don't love it, leave it. Go ahead, find the exit. I am so done waiting. Cause wait will hold you down. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Mistaken. I was playing around, but clearly I ain't playing. Tell me.
sky.